ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the ABC's of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series, Greek, episode by episode. Guys, welcome to season two. Welcome. This is very exciting. We did it. Um, yeah, we're hoping everybody had a really nice spring break. <laughs> and I, I know I did. I went to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Oh my God, Myrtle. Bana- banana boating. <laughs> Top of the list. Yeah, happy fall, y'all. <laughs> it went from spring break to fall. So today we're recapping season two, episode one, Brothers and Sisters. And this episode originally aired August 26th, 2008. The IMDb summary for the episode is, Spring semester begins with the annual Greek Week competition. Rebecca continues to lash out and damage her relationships with her sisters in the ZBZ house. In the interest of preserving their friendship, Rusty and Calvin try to remain neutral despite belonging to rival fraternities. And this episode was directed by Michael Lang, written by Patrick Sean Smith, Jessica O'Toole, and Amy Rarden. So we pick up right where we left off with everyone at CRU back from spring break. Um, just a week has passed. And Calvin and Rusty are kind of walking through campus talking about the upcoming Greek week, and they're vowing that they will no longer let their houses get in the way of their friendship. And so it's kind of like a parade of houses, like walking through, like kind of the Olympics, like the opening the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Yeah. And um, there's all of these houses in there that I like we've never heard of. Just random Greek letters. More than the top top six houses. There's the top sixty. Like there's so many. Yeah. And they're all wearing like matching jumpsuits. Yeah. I like that um I was actually surprised that the Capitals even had like matching tracksuits. I know. I almost wonder if it was one of those things like provided by like Pan Hellenic. Oh, you're right. And mm. I mean, I know we hate on Rusty a lot, but I thought he actually looked really cute in the tracksuit. <laughs> oh, I hated it, but... <laughs> but uh, to be fair, it had nothing to do with Rusty. I just thought it didn't serve him well. Mm. I think he's better in other outfits. Got it. But you're allowed to like that. I liked it. Aaron <laughs> likes him in his jean jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I like athletic Rusty. <laughs> um. So then we see Casey, and she is talking to Ashley during this little parade and she's so excited to win Greek week because no president has lost or no ZBZ hasn't lost in 10 years and she doesn't want to be the first president to lose like under her reign she also feels like the wid will kind of like cement her as a real president because she's feeling like a little bit self-conscious about not actually having been elected and that she's gearing up for her election campaign and um, what does she say victory will taste like? <gasps> Cheesecake with... Miraculously meat. devoid of calories. Uh. There was a lot of fat phobia this episode, and I think a little bit next episode I as mean, well. There always is. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wouldn't be Greek if they weren't being fat phobic. It wouldn't be 2008. 2008, <laughs> yeah, oh my true. gosh. And just remember like where we were at that time. Like We were at... Like, probably our most, like, we were just sponges that, at right. that time in our lives, like, just Taking absorbing everything in. and thinking it was truth. Mm-hmm. So vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, Ashley and Casey are kind of, like, behind Rebecca in line, and they see her, and Ashley can't believe, like, how normal she's acting. And Casey is wary. She feels like something is going to go down with Rebecca after everything that happened in Myrtle Beach. Also, Franny and Evan are kind of like cheesing mm. at each other. They're making eyes. Mm-hmm. And then Evan and Cappy are shit talking, but I would actually call it flirting. It's kind of flirty. Yeah, it doesn't. They're like basically, it's like there's a lot of sexual tension in the way they're kind of like, it's very combative. It's like a game of tennis, if you will. 
Yeah. This, Much like flirting. <laughs> yes. This episode is really the beginning of Evan's Joker arc. Like, you can already see the seedlings of him just going, like, full-on evil, kind of. Yeah, his villain uh, era. Yeah. His reputation has, era. He has he's entered his, his rep era. <laughs> he's out of his lover era. <laughs> oh, my God. He is out. He is out of... I would say perhaps he was in his red era. Yeah, oh, he was. And then right. and then he'll move into his lover era, but right now he's saying, Look what you made me do. Um, yeah. I wanna see folklore Evan. He's saying I did something <laughs> bad. He did something bad and he has yeah, he's not afraid of it. So but why does it, it feel so good? so good? This is why we can't have nice things. This is his <laughs> reputation era. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Let's pivot to Swifty podcast. <laughs> We assign everyone an album. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Cappy is like folklore. Oh no, I was gonna say oh Cappy is T S one. He's Taylor Swift. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Franny's a little Evermore esque with her flannel that she wore. Interesting. <laughs> That's a take. That's a take. <laughs> Who is? I don't know. Franny doesn't get one. Franny's <laughs> kind of it. She's been in her reputation era for a while. Yeah, Franny doesn't know anything but. <laughs> She only knows She's revenge. constantly, um, yeah, in the state of revenge. <laughs> um, and no surprise, like, we find out that Omega Chi, like, is also the reigning champions for the fraternities for this Greek week. And Evan and Cappy, yeah, they're kind of going back and forth. And that's when, um, I guess they're comparing, like, wins throughout the year, like, general wins and losses. And... Um, they agree that because the Omega Kai's lost at beer pong but won floor hockey, Greek Week will kind of be like the tiebreaker for them. Um, and that's when Franny like approaches Casey as they're all all of the Greek life people are in this like field waiting for this like lighting up a torch to start off yeah, Greek Week. The or torch whatever. is intense. I know this I mean the funding that this school must have. I know. It kind of looked like UCLA, again, this scene. Well, I'm sure it was shot there. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Okay, so yeah, so Franny goes up to talk to Casey, and she's like, oh, like, can we, like, talk a little bit later? And before Casey can even respond, this Gamma Psy girl, who I think we've seen before, I think she might have been the one that Rusty cuts in front of to go yeah, pee. I was actually just going to say, I think that's where we've seen her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, when he gets crabs and she takes out her phone and they're like everyone's gathered around it looking at it and it's the video it's a video of Rebecca from spring break the wet t-shirt Rebecca can't stop getting videoed without her consent I know another vid scandal I know oh my god you're right I (laughs) totally forgot this was like her second like yeah scandalous yeah flip phone film um And it's, like, it's just that clip that they keep showing, you know, of her on stage, like, taking her bra off, like, underneath her shirt. And immediately the Gamma Psy girl just starts showing everyone. And Casey is freaking out. And, like, we see Rebecca's face, and she just looks, like, humiliated. But she's, like, trying not to make it show. It's really sad. That girl sucks. Yeah, she does suck. Yeah, and I guess she has, like, a blog or something. Because doesn't she yeah. say, she's oh, like, yeah. I'm going to write about this on my blog. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay, seems... Perez Hilton. Yeah, she's cruel. She has cruel, cruel intentions. Thank you. She's cruel summer. <laughs> she's, a, she's in her cruel <laughs> summer era. Um, yeah, so then we're at Dobbler's. And he, also at this point, like, you just see Casey's, like, oh, no. Like, everything I was worried about is happening. And then, <laughs> me every day. Right. <laughs> Everything I'm worried about is happening. <laughs> um, and so then, like, they're in Dobblers, and Rebecca and Cappy are sitting at a table, and that Gamma Psy girl, like, marches in, and she's just smugly, like, giving Rebecca a look. And as this is kind of happening, like, Rebecca's trying not to let it get to her, and Cappy's talking her through it, kind of, and she apologizes again just for, like, everything that happened during spring break but he hasn't told her about his kiss with Casey yeah his little rendezvous 
I don't. I mean, I get it. Now is not really the time to. He seems to have no intentions but he's, of ever mentioning yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I kind yeah. of forgot about it. So he's doing a good job gaslighting all of us. Yeah, <laughs> like I literally forgot about it. It's not on the tip of his tongue whatsoever. He doesn't know. No, it's not. Almost gonna slip out. Yeah, I think in this scene he does look at Casey mm-hmm. a little. They have an emotionally charged glance yes. across Dobblers, but that's really the extent of how. Yeah. yeah, and as they have this glance, it's while he's telling Rebecca to give his sister, her sisters a chance. Like, well, because he does. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> multiple chances. <laughs> multiple chances, multiple women. And so um, she finally <laughs> just is like, I'm going to go. Like, I've kind of yeah, had enough of like, this. I've had enough socializing for the night. Yeah, Aww, and thanks. as she walks out, Franny says that maybe they can use this video to put Rebecca, quote, out of commission. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand. It sounds like they're putting her out to pasture. Like, what yeah. are you doing? I know. It did make me kind of sad that that's immediately where they went. It's like, let's just try to get her out. Yeah, I guess Franny was saying kick her out, but yeah, I don't know. it seemed weird. And then um, Casey does, does say that she is planning to call Rebecca in front of the standards board to talk about the video and like she should have done it earlier but you know now's, now's the time to avoid Tegan showing up again yeah she says instead of going for her kneecaps Tanya <laughs> oh yeah oh my god yeah oh my gosh Franny does have Tanya vibes she definitely <laughs> looks more Nancy but I, yeah. Tanya energy and yeah Today, I am Allison Janney with the bird on her shoulder. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so Ashley then is like, yeah, Tegan's really scary, but she has great hair. And then Franny is just being overly complimentary towards Casey. That's when she's like, you're doing a great job as president, Casey. Like, I can't say that enough. She's just showering Casey with compliments. And Casey's, like, wiser to it. She's skeptical. I think, yeah, and Ashley even says, like, she's being more supportive than a pair of Spanx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, in a way that she's, like, they're both kind of, like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's unnatural. And so then over at the bar, Cappy is next to this. I hate this scene. I know. Over at the bar. I hate people who work at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Evan is just, he's starting. <laughs> he's starting. He's revving. Oh yeah, I and really didn't like this. He just starts saying like truly grotesque things about Rebecca, and that's when Cappy says to everyone that Evan shit his pants at camp. Oh my god! And that sets Evan off. And he goes, "Well, have fun with my sloppy seconds." Insane. First of all, he says that, and he says, "How does it feel to be dating a quote internet star, babe? You have a sex tape." Yeah, with yeah. her. <laughs> you have a sex tape. He, he is, yeah. <laughs> and oh also, Sloppy Seconds, pot calling the kettle black here. I, I Casey, know. Casey. I know. Not that anybody is Sloppy Seconds. This is a disgusting term. It's a but disgusting like, term. if he wants to claim that. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes no sense. But, you know. And uh, Franny was dating Dino. She yeah. was. And who is Everybody his brother? has dated somebody before. Yeah. Right. I know this school seems <laughs> this school seems so large, but also so small at the same time. I mean, there's fifteen people that go there, but there's a hundred and seven sororities in Yeah, there's like a hundred thousand extras, but like fifteen characters. <laughs> but yeah, I it was horrible. Like I Oh my gosh, I hated this. He's really giving he's, Joker. He's taken a lot of steps back. Yeah, he's regressed for sure. One he's week in Myrtle to, Beach. First half season one, Evan. Yeah. I know. It's so icky. I know. Like, I almost wish Rusty would hit him with a paddle. I know. I know. And it's hard because he looks visibly so, so hot. He looks so good. In this episode, like, specifically. he looks so good. Jacqueline, why are you allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> but we're not allowed to like toxic behavior. <laughs> It's just I can admire the aesthetic. It's just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's really horrible to listen to. And they kind of like almost get into a altercation, like a physical altercation, but I think it gets broken up. Yeah, Rust even hops in there to like try to break oh, them really? up for a second. Like as Is if. He? 
Yeah, I, I didn't see I saw him. him. He's scene. like he's right behind <laughs> Cappy, I think. I'm sure it's not just some like. Are you sure he's not just standing thing? there? I swear, I like I like <laughs> noticed it when I was watching it yesterday. I was like, oh my god, that was so awkward. It's so weird because he's not in that scene. He like makes kind of he like makes kind of a <laughs> face and like tries to hold Cappy back. <laughs> I believe you. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to gaslight you into no, thinking I you didn't see No, I believe you too. It. He simply didn't like permeate my mind at all. Yeah, it was. I think it's Beaver who really holds him back. Yeah, yeah that, that makes um, sense. Uh, Rusty is there, just like making a face. <laughs> okay, I believe that Rusty is there making a face. Right. That squares. That squares. Um, so, right after Evan has just caused this. Oh wait. This is simply impossible that he... How was Rusty at the bar then? Oh, he walked out really quickly with Calvin. I swear, like... I believe you. I'm sure they're sure. It's a continuity error. Yeah, it's a continuity. There you go. You found it, Thomas. Um, (laughs) And so they're like... Rusty and Calvin are walking, and they run into Evan... And Evan has, like, a posse. Yeah, Evan and the Jets. (laughs) Oh, God, you're right. Evan and the Blowfish. (laughs) (laughs) And they... um... Wait, what was Uncle Jesse's band? Oh, it was like Uncle Jesse and the Rippers? (laughs) I think it was just Jesse and the Rippers. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Evan and the Rippers? Uncle Jesse and the Rippers. John Stamos, come on the pod. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Those Omega Kai's are giving rippers. Oh my god! When they did that Beach Boy cover that I thought they wrote for the if every word I said. Oh, I love that. I think I used to think Uncle Jesse was a Beach Boy. He was. He recently, like a few weeks ago, he was on stage with them. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, at the Hollywood Bowl. I yeah, there was a, there was enough evidence, to, like as a child, to believe that <laughs> they're trying to confuse us. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. So Anywho. Evan's Posse, um, that's a good band name in itself. They, like, he's kind of kidding with Rusty and Calvin of saying they shouldn't hang out because of Greek Week, but not. It's like half kidding, half joking. Yeah, because Calvin goes, wait, are you serious? Because he's like, who are you chatting with? And he goes, I'm joking, but barely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but then Rusty makes... <laughs> Just the weirdest, most awkward joke, oh. and no one laughs. Oh my he's god! Like, yeah, he's spying on us, learning how not to be lame. Oh, it, it doesn't even come close to landing. It, no, no. Even Calvin just looks at him like what? <laughs> and Evan just walks away. Um, it's very awkward. So then at standards, and I noticed this when we're at the standards meeting at CBZ that everyone is wearing the same shirt. And at first I thought they all had to wear the yellow shirt to be at the standards meeting, but it gets explained in the later scene. Mm. And Rebecca is just kind of getting it talking to by who I'm guessing this new character is like the head of standards and Casey. And she says, Rebecca says that the video should be used as a recruiting tool for Rush because it makes them look fun. Yeah, she says, I'm having fun, aren't I? <laughs> I laughed out loud. Was that was the perfect spin. Such a good line. It was it was really and it's so Rebecca. And Casey is saying that, you know, she didn't bring Rebecca in earlier because it was spring break and she understood that Rebecca was really upset, but you know, she has to say something now and has to address it. We also find out in this scene that spring break was the last straw for Betsy and she's now in rehab and recovery mixed emotions it mixed emotions i just keep thinking about like is it because she got left at the lifeguard stand? i know that's yeah. what ashley just dumped her at the lifeguard i'm glad stand. she's getting help so like but... someone helped her more than ashley did but i'm assuming like, like where did maybe they find something her? even worse happened oh, before gosh. it got any better that's scary to very think about. dark and so um casey ends up just penalizing Rebecca with 20 hours of sister service. And sister service is like philanthropy, but basically you do, like, labor for your sisters, is what we find out. And Casey says Rebecca should be happy because this is an easy punishment, which it honestly sounds like 
pretty easy. Yeah, I feel like it's a fine punishment. Yeah, it's probably yeah. just doing the dishes or something. Yeah. Rebecca's glare is so chilling, though. She's scary, and she's just... She's not used to anyone telling her what to do, and I think she especially hates that it's Casey, and she has to listen to her. And I think she takes this as, like, oh, Casey gets to have this moment of superiority over me. But I really do think Casey, at this time, is trying to empathize. I don't know. Also, just side note, not to um, plug our Dillshot interview, but I feel like now, after talking to her, watching her, like, she was Mm -hmm. such a lovely person. And so, like, inherently kind. And seeing her be that chilling. I know. She's amazing. I was thinking that the entire yeah. time. She's a fantastic actress, but you only you I mean you recognize it then, but you recognize it even more after you hear her talking. Her voice is naturally like so light and airy and too. Like, soft and yeah. just yeah. like really warm. Literally like Snow White vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So then we're at the Capitao house and Rusty is like talking to um his brothers about friendship and I believe this is also when we have another Dave Franco mm-hmm. appearance. This scene is also shot really weird, strangely, and I think it's because they're using a set that like ends at a certain point. So it's like you see the back of their heads facing the house, and then you see an- another shot completely facing the fence. Um, I did take one film studies class in college, so like I was I noticing, tell. I was noticing the mise en scene. Yeah, <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs> Sure, that's how you say it. Um, I just remember my teacher, I hope she's not listening to this, she just used to say with it all the time, and me and my friend got so annoyed, like, we would start counting the amount of times she would say with it. What do you, in what context? Like, she would just be like, the scene looked like this, with it. Like, it would come out of nowhere, with it. Like, it was a filler word? (laughs) It was almost like a filler thing. Like, I say um and like a lot. She said with it. She would say with it. Wait. There's something else going on. There. Oh my gosh, I'm scared she listens. Um, but <laughs> then basically, Cappy Her and, and Anna Sophia. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh. These people from my past. Um, but yeah. So Cappy and the other brothers walk out dressed like cheerleaders, and honestly, like Cappy's outfit is really cute. It almost has like a vintage cheerleader vibe. He has like yeah. white boots. Yeah, we see the Omega Kai's cheerleading outfits later, but. They are much more put together. They're giving Lana, Anna Montana banana from, oh, from Lana. Yeah, yeah. The the Omega Kai's are definitely giving um, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. Academy Mandy or whatever. Moore. Yeah, and the um, the Capitals. Yeah, it's retro. It's like retro. It's like thrifted cheer. But I'm actually kind of I'm like more into the thrifted cheer vibe. Yeah, I liked it. And also, Beaver and Drag was adorable. I know, and, like, Wade was so into it. Heath was super good at it. Everybody's kind of like, okay, and then Rusty's going to go see a movie with Calvin, right? Or going to go watch a movie with Calvin, but Cappy's kind of weird about it because he's like, "Uh, is he going to, like, say something about the cheer? Or is he going to, like, give him information? Yeah, he, because Calvin shows up, and then um, Cappy is being so weird about it, and Rusty asks if he's doing an Evan Chambers impression. (laughs) He's like... No, you can't hang out with him. And he slams the door in Calvin's face. I know, yeah. and Calvin stays at the window just a beat too long. And it's really giving puppy outside. In the <laughs> yeah, room. I know. Yeah, Rusty and Calvin are like Romeo and Juliet. I know. Two houses. They're really like the Romeo and Juliet story of, of Greek. They are. And then we're back at CBC, and Laura, um, who is somehow, like, in every episode. I mean, she she is really funny in this episode. She's basically wearing, like, a red Spirit Week shirt. And Casey's like, Laura, you're supposed to be wearing your yellow one. Because I guess it's also part of the competition to wear the same shirt. And, like, everyone has to be in uniform. You get mm-hmm. points. And then she says that, like, the yellow one makes her look sickly. And Casey's <laughs> like, check your foundation, sweetie. Or something like that. Like, yeah. she's like, it's not the shirt. Yeah, I have to say that yellow, like, wouldn't have been Laura's cover- color. You can already yeah. tell. Laura was right. Like, she had a point. Yeah. But she's always doing something annoying. She's extra. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is pretty annoying in this episode. Um, she's also just so random. <laughs> like, completely random. So random. And <laughs> Ashley is wearing the ugliest Bermuda shorts I've ever oh, seen. Oh, no. I Ugh. hate Bermuda shorts so much. We see them a lot. And they're Here. also, like, weirdly long. Like, they're not even, like, a... They're not a cool cutoff. They're, like, a 
right at the knee. It's like a, not a capri. It's not a capri. It's a Bermuda hybrid. Uh, a Camuda. Yeah, and this is also where <laughs> we <capri>. see <laughs> it's a capri blue volcano, or is that the the candle yeah. from Anthro? Oh, I love those. Um, but anyway. Franny is trying to, like, start a conversation with Casey. We think she's, like, maybe going to bring up the Evan situation. And I, I do I do commend, um, no, is it commend? Applaud. I applaud Franny for trying. trying. But uh, this, this is not the time. This They're about to practice something. And she's like, can we talk real quick? Yeah, she's like, can we talk about how I'm dating your ex who you just broke up with? Yeah. Also, like... Who I we was broke up because about, of you. Right. I was thinking yeah. about this and like you know, she's trying to tell her at all these times. What about when they were sitting at Dobbler's talking shit about Rebecca? Could have could have worked then. The most inopportune times for Casey and she's she's choosing them. But at the right as they're about to like have a little conversation, Casey gets a call from campus security and it has something to do with Rebecca and Mandy. Hmm. Um so we cut to this scene where Rebecca and Mandy they're not drunk, but they're kind of just, like, high on they're, life. They're so drunk. Oh, are they? they? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're completely... They're high what? on life. I couldn't tell. Wait, oh my God. I'm sorry. I, I actually wrote that I think Rebecca plays drunk really well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't really... I thought they were just having, like, the time of their life. Oh, are you... They I, can't stand, Thomas. <laughs> they fall into the fountain. Officer oh, Huck, he's oh living. Oh, God. I was just like, oh, my gosh, they're having so much fun. This is so cute and so wholesome. <laughs> oh, my God. I okay. love that for you, though. I completely misunderstood that, but they are oh. drunk. <laughs> but they are drunk. And they're keep, just like... Keep that in, by being, the way. They're being really giddy. <laughs> and, like, they're just, like, sloshing around. And they... Uh, not Casey. Rebecca mentions that Mandy was, like, the synchronized swimming champion. Mm-hmm. But she's... Yeah, she's, like... Yeah, they're sober. Yeah, they're, they're completely sober. <laughs> the, more I, the more I talk about the scene out loud, it's, like, actually, wait, yeah. They're definitely drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was giving... <laughs> I was getting just, like, they're, like, trying to start something. I think that was also true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Both. And then Mandy gets flirty with Officer Huck, and he enjoys it. Uh, but also, 2008. Cappy is already there yeah. when Casey shows up, and he's there because he got a call from Rebecca, so yeah. he, like, takes her home. He's looking at her like a disapproving I father. Know. I actually really I don't know. like it. Their relationship dynamic is taking a turn for the, the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, and Casey is also, like, really disappointed in her, and, like, you know, and rightfully so. Yeah, I mean... This is yet another... I don't know. Rebecca's a happy drunk. I also don't think there's, like, jumping in a fountain is, like, not that bad. Well, the problem was, and we find out this from Officer Huck, that it was the fountain in the middle of a Greek alumni event. Yeah. Oh, that was that's what it was. Got it, got it. And they're under 21. But he writes them both citations, and Cappy takes Rebecca home, and then Mandy takes... Or... <laughs> Casey takes Mandy home. Yeah. Oh, Mandy. Gotta love her. And then we're in Rusty and Dale's dorm, and Dale takes down his Confederate flag. Yeah. In in solidarity with the Three Musketeers, he says. Yeah. Which is progress. I, I, I do wonder how much shit the writers got in season one for having it up at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I, I wonder. I mean, I don't I even know. know who we would check that. I'm sure when yeah. we talk to someone who wrote, we can ask. Yeah, but the good thing is that it's no longer there. Thank goodness. And Rusty and Calvin want to watch a movie, but Dale is, like, kind of annoyed that they're... He's, like, disappointed in them that they're still even part of their fraternities. Yeah, well, no, no, no. It's that they want to... He thought they were going to go to the movies, and they're like, we just want to watch it in the dorm because we don't want anybody to see us together. We can't be seen in public. He was like, I thought that we got beyond this and he's annoyed and I think rightfully that's like really yeah. annoying to not be able to like go out to the movies because your friends are being petty yeah and watching a movie in someone's dorm is a way different experience than having like the movie theater the pop yeah especially when it's your dorm and you want to go out yeah. right like it's affecting Dale's life now too it is and then that seems kind of quick but then we're back at the Oh my god, I'm forgetting it. ZBZ 
how did I forget? Wow, that two week break really got to me. Oof, We're at the ZZZ house. <laughs> it's okay. I wrote my notes. I called Rebecca Rachel, like, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my god. Okay, so wait. This is the scene actually where they're in the ZBZ house. And I think they're in their their room. Yes, they're Can in their room. She's action. venting about Bex and talking about how like the standards group wants to kick her out, but she feels like. Casey is venting about Rebecca to Ashley. Yes. She's saying she might be the worst pledge, including Jen K. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then this is where we also realize that Ashley still has the flip-flop from Hotness Monster. Yeah. Yeah. And on a platter. A platter. Come on, Ash. It's not great. And then we're at this, like, we cut to this really sexy scene of like Franny and Evan like I'm sorry it was sexy right like a post-coital chat yeah and like they both look amazing I'm just gonna start off saying that before we like completely tear their characters apart but then yeah so like basically they're getting dressed and kind of just discussing like um I think basically just discussing the entire situation how it's still a secret yeah and because Evan wants to like go public yeah he wants to go public he's like figure it out and we also find out that, like, Franny isn't trying to tell Casey first because that's the right thing to do. She doesn't want the other women in this in ZBZ to turn on her. Yeah, she's trying to protect her reputation. Yeah, it has nothing to do with, like, oh, Casey is my friend. I broke up this relationship and then I took her spot in it. But No, instead. she just doesn't want to be a social pariah again. Yeah. Um... Or social piranha. I was just going to say. <laughs> um, so the, the funny thing, too, with this scene, it's kind of cute, is, like, Evan's putting on a cheerleading outfit. Yeah. And Franny's putting on, like, a football outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, which is super cute. I don't know. I kind of liked this scene. Even though they, yeah. they're toxic together, they're just, like, they look so good together. Yeah, yeah they, they do. do. Um, but you just know it's, like, so evil. And then that's when we are at, like, the cheer competition, and the Omega Kais are doing the exact same cheer that the Capitals <laughs> did, but they're, like, doing it even better somehow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It made me laugh so hard when I realized it was the Bring It On plot line. Oh, the Jazz guy. I know. And they do really look like Princess Diaries. Like, I, I, I yeah. want to know if they maybe even reuse those outfits. We should recap Bring It On on the Patreon. For oh, sure. We should do the entire Bring It On franchise on the oh, Patreon. Yeah. There's oh, because Evan's to in it. Wait, oh. Evan's in it? Yeah, Jake McDormand is in the one with Hayden Panettiere. Mm-hmm. He oh. plays evil, he plays evil boyfriend. No, no, he plays her, uh, he's a football player. He's like her unsupportive boyfriend. Yeah. Who's cheating on her. Right. Wow, he plays that oh. role mm-hmm. a really, couple times. Yeah, and he's also rich in that movie. Yeah, um, so there are some parallels there. Yeah, the Cappy's super upset, and he blames. Um, he doesn't really blame anyone yet, but it's like he knows that like someone's responsible for this. Mm-hmm. He's gonna figure out who. And then we're at the powder puff game. Um, <laughs> oh God, Ashley does fat shame all the pledges from the sidelines because mm-hmm. she says like, luckily the freshman fifteen worked in our favor this year. Yeah, she's saying the other sorority pledges gained even more than the freshman fifteen. Uh, she's like, so we won't have any issues with like the defense. And I was, I thought it was bold for them to make a comment on anyone's appearance, um, while wearing plaid Bermuda shorts, which is what Casey is wearing at this right. point. I just think it's an interesting choice. Yeah, and Casey decides she's like, I'm gonna use Rebecca's like powers and her rage to help them win, Greek Greek. So she kind of just goes up and starts like hyping her up and she's like you know you gotta use this to like take them down because it looks like the sorority they're also going up against is the sorority of that one girl who like Gamma Psy yeah Gamma Psy she's constantly calling Rebecca out from the sidelines and then we do get this um moment where she like starts like shouting at Rebecca and she's like I'm gonna put this on my blog like can't wait to write about it and like everyone laughs yeah, that talking about her dad's hookers. Oh, yeah, she yeah. is. I love that one of them's trying to be a musician, and I love her song, Daddy's Girl, which, like, sets Rebecca off. It's so off. mean. It's so yeah, mean. it's so inappropriate and mean. And, and I, it's like, not even funny. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's really, really lowbrow comedy girl. <laughs> I don't I don't like um, this girl at all. And, yeah, she's, she's punching 
down because she's hitting Rebe- Rebecca at her lowest. Mm-hmm. But the game starts, and instead of Rebecca, like, charging the team, she literally, like, charges this girl, throws her off the mm-hmm. bench, and says, put that in your blog, bitch. <laughs> Icon. That's that was, such a It was line. awesome. Yeah, I was, like, when she did that, like, I literally had to rewind it and watch it again because I was, like, I love this. Like, yeah. I love Rebecca. It's also just so funny, too, because you can tell there's, like, a stunt double. Right. Rebecca, who's, like, for both of them, and she just, like, takes her down. Oh, it's so good. And she deserves it. And then Casey's, like, that's it. Um, <laughs> we're, like, going to expel you. Like, she's, like, that was the last straw. Like, I'm going to get the standards board involved. And Rebecca's just, like, huffing and puffing. Rightfully so, like with her um, little mouth guard. Oh, back. Back at the KT house, um, they think that Rusty um, gave Calvin and the Omega Kai's the cheer to sabotage them. But then Cappy is like, well, maybe Calvin spied. And they're really putting this on Rusty. And um, Cappy says that in light of all of this, Rusty's going to have to sit out of the relay. And Rusty is so upset because he has been training for this. He says, the relay? You won't find anyone sprightlier. Oh, yeah. They keep saying how... They keep talk, he keeps talking about how sprightly he is. And I'm like, can you stop? He kind of is, though. I do agree yeah. with him at this point. He has kind of a little sprite. Like, he's very puck in Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, my night. gosh. To yeah. all my Shakespeare fans out there. There's a lot of Shakespeare going on in this episode. We have there the Jets. Is. We have Romeo and Juliet. We have Puck. Oh, my gosh. You're right. <gasps> Romeo and Juliet's Greek. Maybe we can get Shakespeare on the pod. I mean, William Shakespeare's Greek. Billy. Anyway, Billy. (laughs) Um, But, like, of course he's genuinely sad. (laughs) And then he's walking around campus just kind of with a a gray cloud over him. And Casey runs into him and says, asks him why he's sad. And he says, I'm over this. I'm about to reunite you, SAG. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Honestly, uh, Rusty gave me some lulls. I know. It was yeah. kind of a good episode. I do like the way they're writing his character. Me too. Two. Maybe he just needed that spring break reset. Don't we all? I think he did. That sunburn really changed mm-hmm. him. Sun poisoning will do that to a person. Yeah. It really just put things in perspective. <laughs> Casey reminds him that kind of all bets are off during Greek week. So he should just kind of lean in. And then she says that he was a tool as an Eagle Scout. And got more badges than anyone else, of course. Well, they're having one of those conversations where they're both talking about their own life, but to each other. And I think she's saying, like, basically, he always sees things, I don't know, like, goody two-shoes or something? Yeah. But ultimately, she's taking Cappy's side in this fight. Right, yeah, she's basically just being like, This is the situation. You gotta put the house first. And then Rusty's saying why he's not seeing the familial support from his brothers. And she's like, hey, you're a pledge. Mm -hmm. You aren't a brother yet. So kind of like take a step back. And then he turns it on her and kind of accuses her of being a bad president. With, like, alluding to the Rebecca expulsion, but Rebecca did get violent with another Greek member. Like, I think she was right. Right. It was justified in the sense that that girl was horrible and, like, you know, mano y mano definitely, like, probably needed to deck this girl. But in light of ZBZ, I would say that getting violent with another person in Greek life is probably something that yeah. you should be expecting. Yeah. And Rebecca's, like, actions, however justified or, like, understandable they may be, are a lot more of a liability than Rusty's actually right. letting someone else have a cheer. Like And, like, the video, Rusty, you the don't need thing. to even comment on it. Of course he does, though. He, he cannot help himself. So it's the middle of the day, and Casey then wanders into Dobbler's, where, of course, Cappy is sitting at the bar alone. And he tells her not to kick Rebecca out. And she says she doesn't even get why she wants to be in the sorority in the first place, because she seems to hate everything about it, which is valid. Mm -hmm. But then Cappy also says that's just her way, which is also valid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, He says her hostility and sporadic verbal abuse are endearing. 
So true. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I find it endearing. And he kind of reminds her that Rebecca's in trouble, and he's like, I really can't hold this all together by myself, which absolutely mm. this boy cannot do, like, carry that emotional baggage at mm-hmm. all. He's very right to be looking for help elsewhere, although I don't know if it should be with his ex-girlfriend that he did cheat on said upset girl mm-hmm. with. Last week. Last week, yeah. <laughs> and Cappy says that Casey should help her because she's your sister. Why else are you in a sorority? And Casey, like, jokes and says because of the parties. But we know Casey is a complete fool for the sisterhood. Loves oh, everything about loves it. it. Wants the camaraderie. You know, she's ZBZ until she dies. Through and through. So it gives her some thoughts to kind of marinate on. Mm-hmm. She arrives back at the ZBZ house, and who's there but Tegan? Um, and National sent her in to help with the Rebecca problem. And Ash is sitting with her when Casey walks in, and she kind of has this, like, manic look in her eye. Like, she doesn't really know what to do. And she says, look who's here, and look how good her hair is. <laughs> and it is it is really straight, so she must mean business. Yeah, I love her hair. It's great hair. She, um, Ashley brings her, her flat and French water that we remember she insists upon having. <laughs> That um, Franny filled from the hose. Yeah, oh that was iconic. And so now Tegan is bringing up the fountain incident and the football incident, and she says, we have eyes and ears everywhere, and then goes, boo! And it legitimately scares Ashley and Casey. They both jump. <laughs> They're shook, yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm kidding about the boo, not about having eyes and ears everywhere. <laughs> and Ashley's face here is just priceless. She's, like, horrified. Yeah, it is a it's very jarring and ominous, I would say. Tegan, or Tegan, Tegan, I don't know how you say it. I think it's Tegan. I thought they kept saying Tegan, but I don't know. I didn't know if it was Tegan, but maybe it was like their accent. Right. Ohio. I I have no idea. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, but she's saying that if it comes from Nationals, like the Rebecca thing, I think she's worried of like a mutiny of sorts. Yeah, so they want to vote. They want to vote. To kick Rebecca out. Yeah, and she thinks if the decision is, like, presented as a national decision instead of a Casey decision, it will cause less of a fuss, which makes sense. I mean, I would feel better about that if I was Casey, but then it it does make her all of a sudden feel like, wait, I have no, I don't know if I'll have any say in this. And I think she's just thinking about that conversation she had with Cappy about Rebecca. Yeah. So then um, Calvin walks in to Rusty's dorm, um, and they kind of immediately start bickering about the routine. And he says, how does Rusty know that the KTs didn't steal it from the Omega Kais? And then they both find out that someone's younger sister made it up. In the age of TikTok dances, this really, I mean, it resonates. Mm-hmm. It really resonates, yeah. Then Dale walks in and he asks what's going on. And he immediately knows the cheer that they're talking about, and he says, oh, it's from the film Cheer Forward. He's a, he's a bring it on Stan. And then we find out that Dale wanted to be a cheerleader, and he's very open and honest about it. He's not even, like, acting embarrassed. He's just talking about how he always wanted to be one. Um, and I love that arc for him. Yeah, and he, but he does say he's only seen bits and pieces of the movie because it's always on while he waits for the 700 Club. Oh, oh my god. god, the 700 Club. Wasn't that on, on ABC, ABC Family? Family? I would be so upset when I would see the, that block on the... <sighs> these like views, the yeah, these views are not affiliated. Like nine. Yeah, it cut in, right? Like, they would be showing, like, That's So Raven in, like, Saturday morning, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, it would come on at, like, 11 a.m. Yeah. It's the worst timing. Oh, really a day ruiner. And then Dale does a little cheer. Yeah, so cute. I like how they took the title of like pay it forward (laughs) and just gave the plot of bring it on to make cheer it forward. Cheer forward. He says that there was a um, sequel, but it wasn't as good. It was cheer backward. Sounds a little (laughs) bit like bring it on to me, if you ask. Yeah. All of those are seven sequels. Yeah, well, they they do start to (laughs) do it. All of those are perfect. Was Evan in that before Greek then? I guess he was. I think so, yeah. I think it might have been before or like Yeah, because those movies already existed. Yeah, it might have been 2006. Yeah, I think it was before. 
He looks yeah. a little bit different in it. But oh, I, guess, I mean, yeah. I guess it's definitely well, before if this was happening in real we'll time. We'll definitely cover it right. on Patreon. So back at the ZBZ house, Rebecca's packing, and Casey goes in to tell her that she changed her mind, and she doesn't want her to go, and she's there to start prepping Rebecca to say the right thing to Tegan. Um, so that she'll stay. And Rebecca claims, like, she only joined for the parties, and she doesn't even want to be there anymore. Um, and then Casey goes into a very rusty-type mm-hmm. speech. I mean, it's a Cartwright original, for sure. She's saying, you know what? When I joined, I was also saying that I just joined for the parties, but the truth is I was just too scared and friendless and needed... Um, Friends, As a freshman, she said, I was just too embarrassed to admit it. And that definitely is kind of, it seems like, why Rebecca joined. Because, you know, she's not a natural friend maker. I mean, I think that's why most people join Greek life, right? Yeah. It's the sister. People need love. People need love. Especially college freshmen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ashley, this moves Ashley to tears. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. It was kind of moving me to tears. It was cute. It was sincere. The sisterhood. It's real. But... Rebecca says she's quitting, and she gives her pin back, and she walks out. And then Ash is the one to run after Rebecca, um, and she stops her out in the front lawn, and she says, Casey really meant what she said. Rebecca gets kind of mean, and she throws the Casey sidekick uh, title back at Ashley, and this kind of breaks Ashley, and she snaps, and she says, you know, I've been your friend even when it was the last thing Casey wanted for me. You know, I'm not a sidekick. I'm, like, we genuinely want you to stay. Um, And she says, don't go down with your dad. Start being Rebecca Logan, not a senator's daughter. And then Rebecca says, well, being a senator's daughter is the only reason ZBZ wanted me in the first place. And Ash says, things change. Oh, yeah. It was... Rebecca, the, her, they have her character do this thing, which I think is, like, actually a very natural thing that really happens. Like, she pushes people away to see how hard they'll fight to, like, come back. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, how hard they'll fight for her. Right, because she feels like she always has to, like, test people to see if they'll abandon her. And she's doing that now, but... And she's doing it with Cappy, too, I think, simultaneously during this time. Yeah. I also think it's, like, it's, what I like about her character is that it kind of makes sense that she wouldn't just be, like, you're right. You know, like, she, she, she needs some time to, like, let this all settle in. Because her, her defense mechanism is to be cruel and to, like, come, to, to fight back. Right. And I also just think she kind of has, like, an ego about it. Like, the idea of her begging for forgiveness from yeah. Tegan Tegan isn't appealing to her at all, which wouldn't be to me either, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also, I will just say, these two in a scene together, it's electric. It's so good. It's so good. I need to see, like, an entire movie with just them. Oh my god, yeah. A buddy cop film with them. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> What's um, that really strange movie that came out with, like, Melissa McCarthy and Sofia Vergara? Oh, I thought it was Melissa McCarthy and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. But maybe Pretty there's sure one. Sophia Vigar- there might be another one. I think one. Melissa McCarthy is in a couple of them. Of the, the, the buddy comedies. Oh, wait, you're thinking of the one with Sandra Bullock. Oh. Yeah. Is there an Anne Hathaway there's one? There's also one with the, Sandra Bullock. You're thinking Bullock. of the Rebel Wilson Anne Hathaway one. I'm not thinking of any with Anne Hathaway. Who brought this up? <laughs> I brought up Anne Hathaway. No, Anne Hathaway is in one with Rebel Wilson. Oh, yes. Hustle. Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just I haven't seen any of these movies. I'm just literally basing it off of the ads I, I see in the subway. Wait, there's a Melissa McCarthy Jason Bateman one. No, but there's also a Melissa McCarthy Sandra Bullock. No! Yes, there is a Melissa McCarthy Sandra Bullock and there's a Melissa McCarthy Okay, now it's Sophia Vergara. And Anne Hathaway. Oh, what is the one with Sophia Vergara? This one, I, I'm not sure. I believe it's real. I don't know. I don't know. It is it's real. It is real. You know it's real. Wait, I'm going to look it up. Well, Hustle, remember there's that scene in um, Real Housewives of New York where um, Sonia and oh Dorinda God. go and watch it and they like plug the, the movie. Hustle. Well, yeah. the Hustle was Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway, right? Yes. yes. Okay, that's where I got confused. Okay, Melissa, I did type in Anne Hathaway again into Google. And I meant to type in Sophia. Oh, no, I think you're right. Hot Pursuit. 
Is that Melissa McCarthy? Oh my gosh, it is. Oh, is it or is it Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> no, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. I think. I don't no, know that she'd be in that. No, she she produced it. I think. I don't know why. It's Reese. a Hello Sunshine film. I don't know. The I don't know. You thickens. guys, things are getting out of hand here. But oh my gosh. Move on. Melissa McCarthy is in it. It's a buddy cop comedy, and I think that Rebecca and Ashley should have had their own hot pursuit. And that's why I brought this up. End scene. I think Hello Sunshine should also sponsor our podcast. Sure. Oh, Reese, hello. Or they could make a movie about us making our podcast. That would be so uh, cute. Or we could write a book and it could be part of Reese's book club. And then the Hello Sunshine can produce the miniseries on Hulu. Right. Okay, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Glad we figured that out. Email us at abcsagree at gmail.com. Reese knows how to get in touch. Yeah. She'll find us. So Rusty brings the DVD of Cheer Forward to Cappy to say, like, this is what happened. This is the dance. And then he says to Cappy, he's a really good pledge, and he knows it. He's giving another brotherhood speech. And honestly, he's right. He is a good pledge. He's too good of a pledge. It doesn't make sense that he is taking being a pledge as seriously as he does, but he does. And so I don't think he should be penalized in the relay race. I think he's right. Not too back rusty. But Ashley then tells Casey that it looks like they're shooing to win Greek Week because she had the wherewithal to make sure everybody was wearing the matching shirts and that really put them over the top with the points. And she's saying, you know, she she's a successful president and Casey says, then why does she feel so Gerald Ford? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Then Tegan walks over, and she's talking with Franny, who had apparently just apologized to her for her behavior the previous semester. Franny is just in her own world. Yeah, that was very random. Yeah. Oh, and they're at Dobblers, by the way. You know who Franny could have been talking to during that time? Casey. Casey. (laughs) Do you know? (laughs) Um... Then Rebecca shows up in her ZBZ tank, um, and she's there to kind of apologize. She's there to ask for a second chance, and Tegan says there aren't second chances. Oh, my God, and Tegan is so immature here. She looks at Rebecca and goes, pink alert, pink alert. Yeah. Like, guys, don't look at her. Oh, my God. She's like a mean girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, excuse me. She's You are a full-grown adult. Yeah. With a real job, with a full time job. She has a full time job. Her she full time job benefits. She has a salary. salary. She should not be acting like that. And Rebecca kind of launches into a, a grovel. She's very humbled in this moment, and Casey immediately interrupts her and comes to her defense. And she says that they're going to stand together. And if Rebecca goes, she goes. And then Ashley, Franny, and Mandy all say that they also are going to go. Um, and Casey's saying, like, how would it look if, you know, an entire chapter basically steps down because you're hell-bent on kicking one girl out? And so then Tegan says, well, this is your responsibility, Casey, if Rebecca screws up again. It's her presidency, so she's staking that on it. Girl boss, Casey says, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Rebecca smiles at Casey, and it's a nice moment. It's it's a little emo. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It's very sweet. And then... And also, like, Tegan is so mad at Casey. Um, Allura also says she will not be resigning. Yeah, she goes, if, no, if, if I'm going to... If I stay, do I get to pick my room? Or oh, something she's annoying? She's so annoying. She should be kicked out for not being loyal. Yeah. So Bye. True. For being just generally always on the wrong... On the wrong side of history. On the wrong side of her story. Laura's on the wrong side of her story today. Generally Um, unpleasant. Now Cappy's kind of making amends with Calvin, and he says, you can come to the KT house whenever. And then Evan approaches, and he says, we're going to discuss your choice of friends later. And Calvin says, discuss away. Doesn't mean I'll listen. And then he walks away. It's a sleigh. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm loving this for Calvin. And once again, Evan. Evan doing evil. Evan doing evil. Evan does evil pretty well. And this is when we find out that Cappy is letting Rusty back into the relay race. Thank God. 
So now they're at the race, and um, they are booking it through the course. The KTs and the Omega Kais, it's neck and neck. Um, Weaver's job is to eat a whole bowl of cheese puff. He's he's slaying. It's a vat. Like, it's, it's a yeah. huge. It's, it's like a 90s party bowl. Yeah. He's eating it so fast. Yes, he is doing a great job. He has his whole head in... In the Imagine having to film that like multiple times. Like he's know, like the eating videos. like a full bag every time. Now that Dillshot said that, I think you're. And this one like we requ- required them to actually like eat it. Mm-hmm. They made him eat the whole bag. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> and then only showed a couple seconds. <laughs> I know. Evan and Cappy are in like the last leg of the race, and they're on their little um, tricycles, and Evan is talking shit again. And he says, you're going to come in sloppy second. Fucking relax, Evan. Can he stop saying that? I hate that term. I do too. It's so rude. It's so dehumanizing. It's gross. And it's, yeah, I mean, there's so many problems with it, but. It's such a 2008 term. I know. I think this is like right when it was like coined. So Cappy and Evan, they're neck and neck. um, And then Evan shoves Mm -hmm. Cappy off a hill. And I know they said like kind of like all bets are off on Greek Week, but this has got to be a violation. But it's, it, they don't. No, no one calls any foul. Yeah. It's cheating. I mean, it's he cheated, cheating. And Evan's yeah. a cheater. We know that. Yeah. yeah so it fits the bill. There's also like another cheats. stunt double who's like giving <laughs> the most here because he like flies off the cliff. It's, it's a big violent up for the stunt double. Imagine doing stunts. I cannot imagine that life. Calvin is the only Omega Kai that comes to see if Cappy is okay, and he apologizes um, for Evan getting aggro, which is the term he used, which is funny. But also, it's like, not your place to apologize for it. Calvin, you didn't do it. Like, But they just kind of shake it off, and, you know, the Omega Kais win. And then, oh, now they're at, like, the closing ceremonies, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Rebecca tells Cappy that the cheesy sister bond thing is more real than she thought. And she's like, seems very yeah. happy and content. And I love this for her. Yeah, me too. Um, and of course, the ZBZs and the Omega Kais win. It's announced there's much fanfare. And then Evan lays a fat one on Franny. Mm-hmm. And Casey sees and is clearly shaken, because how could she not be? Right. And Franny doesn't even address it in the moment. She just keeps kissing him. Yeah. I know. She kind of, like, stops him for a second and then is like, whatever. And then just goes for it. And Casey sees. Uh Uh-huh. They are truly a cursed duo. Yeah. The most cursed. Yeah, bringing out the absolute worst in one another. Yeah. Sanderson's sister vibes. And that's the episode. What a start. We're back, baby. Winners and losers. Oof. My winner is a resounding Calvin. Because Mm. I'm finally seeing what I was asking of him all last season, which is just be your own person. Mm -hmm. Come into your own Mm -hmm. a little bit. And he does it very successfully. Yeah, and no mention of Michelle. (gasps) Oh my god, yeah. I know, where is he? Michelle. He's in Perry. Oh, got it. I don't know. I'm making that up. (laughs) I mean, he might be. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, I don't really... I'm trying to think who my winner is here. I'm going to probably have to say Ashley. Yeah. Yeah, she had that good scene. I loved that scene. She had some bad comments, but she did have a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. That scene really, like, drove it home for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Casey. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't... I, I like that she at the end like came around. She has a major she's growth. Empathizing. I think. Yeah. 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 And you know, I always I did always think about this when we were in a sorority about how you kick people out like, and it makes it seem conditional when it's not supposed to be. And I like that she kind of overcame that. Yeah, she like acknowledged that. Yeah. What do you mean conditional? Like, conditional on, like, your behavior staying in when really it's supposed to be about, like, you know, you're you're in you're in it with everybody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be unconditional love. Yeah, exactly. Easy loser for me, Evan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy loser is Evan. I think sneaky loser is Tegan because she was being so immature. 
Yeah, yeah and she's, she's just, just never is never in a winning mood. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I, I think her character is really fun, and I love, like, the actress who plays her. I just think that her character, like, really, really... The pink alert thing really got me. I was like, come yeah. on, Rebecca's, like, a child. Yeah, she is, and you're picking on her. She's a teenager. When, like, she's clearly going through something horrible. Yeah, I mean, I think Tegan represents, like, ZBZ in, like, the early 90s. Mm. And because that's probably when she was, like president you know mm-hmm. that's a good take. and I'm sure yeah. all of that behavior was even amplified right yeah. yeah and her whole thing is like well now that Rebecca's not serving them by being you know a senator's right. daughter they're done with her uh yeah Tegan I, I think I gotta go Evan or Franny Franny you live in the same house as Casey you could have literally gone into her room at any time yeah it's just I just can't even imagine like operating like that like I, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know how she sleeps at night. Maybe she doesn't. Upside down. Yeah, I was just going to say in a coffin. <laughs> yeah, she's a vampire. <laughs> the Vampire Diaries. I wonder if she auditioned. Um, I need to ask her. Well, uh, I think that's a wrap on this episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on this. Fond, fond rock down memory lane. lane. Love you. Bye. Love ya.